Greetings once again, my friends. This is the Electric Jellyfish Podcast. Where everybody has a voice. This is Shannon. This is Chad. And once again, this is Derek. Yes, we are being joined by Derek again. (laughs) Thank you for being here, sir. Thanks for having me. Always, always. So, you know the drill by now. At least I hope you do. This is, what, our third time doing this together? And it just gets more and more fun the more times we do it. Kind of like, no. Yeah. Never mind, that's too easy. (laughs) I'm frightened. That's that's, that's low-hanging fruit. I'm I'm not going to, I'm just not. That was just way too obvious. But, uh, <laughs> I think, I think He's he just, like, I think he just got a pea shake just now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we do what we do here. Uh, we, we, we focus on the, the geek speak of the week. Uh, hell, did I just come up with a name for this? Shit? No, I was about to say, wow, the geek speak of the week. We, we probably need to come up with an actual tagline. Yeah. We probably need to come up with an actual title for when we do this particular podcast. But. Yeah, I totally fucking agree. So, uh, so hey, there you go. If we'll you guys out there in the chat. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah, if you uh, want to log into uh, electricjellyfishpodcast.com or go to the, the Facebook group or uh, uh, on Instagram and you know, if you want to name the show, hey, we're not above that. <laughs> we'll we'll take suggestions. Shit, we don't care. We're totally open for suggestions. Absolutely, we whore ourselves out to anybody. Well, almost uh, anybody. There he goes again. <laughs> He's so cheap, my husband. And what am I? Am I? Am I becoming overmarketed now? <laughs> I can only hope. But anyway. Um, we're we're here to talk things, uh, all things geeky. We've got a couple of points that we really want to focus on. Well, three points actually. Uh, one of them that was just brought to our attention right before we went on the air, thanks to Derek. Uh, the new trailer for Black Widow dropped, which I had no clue on because I don't pay attention well enough, I guess. Not on Saturday morning. No, no. Because Friday night's kind of our date time. Yes. And- Yes, it takes us half the day on Saturday to get it together. And let's see, we had uh, Godzilla versus Kong drop on HBO Max. That was fun. That was fun. And uh, we'll spend the majority of our time doing our weekly recap of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or as you like to call it, Derek? We like to call it this week on Fucky. There you go. Episode three dropped this week, so we'll 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 just focus on that because there's there's probably a lot more stuff that we could cover, but it would take more than an hour. We try not to you know bog you guys down too much, but if you want more than an hour? Hey, let us know. We'll 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 stretch this thing we out. We could talk morning. about this stuff oh, yeah. all day. Yeah, we're like we're like we'll Cap. We can three days straight. Yes, we're we're like Cap. I can do this all day. <laughs> oh God, look, Alex is calling, and we're on the air right now. <laughs> Crap. Uh oh. What'd it do? I don't know. Derek, you still yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, but it totally just went bump on the thing. We might want to start this over. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's ha- it happens. We just we we just do okay. things organically. It's a very here. yes. It's a very go you know go with the flow kind right. of atmosphere. I'll, I'll let because her know. It's it's kind of a party we have going on here. Or that's what we like for it to be, right? Like you know, you're just sitting around with your friends talking about some of your favorite stuff. Exactly. And I know you too. You're. Some of your favorite stuff is is Marvel comics. So hey, <laughs> just comics in general. But well, yeah, just yeah, comics just... in general. It's true. Although he is more of a yeah. Marvel Marvel guy, but he he would kill and die for Harley. So I love I love all comics, man. I, I do uh, every single bit of the aspect of the medium. So, so let's 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 start right. with let's start with Godzilla versus Kong, so we can get focus more on the comic talk of things. Hmm. Uh, yeah, let's get the lizard and the monkey out yeah, of the fucking way. Yeah, let's get yeah, yeah. Um, dropped on HBO Max this week. This is what the fourth film in the in the kaiju monster verse mm-hmm. that Warner Brothers is trying to uh, trying to maintain. Uh, I I don't know where you go from here. I I, I really don't. It kind of seems like this is the the culmination of of this of this franchise. We started with. Godzilla back in what was it 2014? 
Don't get me lying. This is really your kind of thing. I didn't even watch them until you told me about them. Then we got uh, Kong Skull Island. Which I really liked. Uh, And featured really heavily. I mean, there's obviously not just Kong, but there are other aspects of that storyline that that mm-hmm. are that are kind of uh, uh, yeah, those heavily scary, featured. Those scary, creepy crawlers, the skull that, crawlers. Yeah, is that what they're called? Skull crawlers. That's boy, what, are they some scary? Yeah, hungry. There's there's some vile motherfuckers. Yeah, they're mean. Uh, then we got Godzilla, King of the Monsters, a few years after that, and then that led us to where we are now with Godzilla versus Kong. So, uh, thoughts, feelings, opinions, go. It was fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoyed watching these two monsters beat the holy crap out of each other, and I kind of felt bad for Kong because you know he, you know, we're doing spoilers, right? Are we? Yeah, doing, yeah. Okay, okay. When he gets his butt kicked by this, you know, gigantic lizard who is, you know, just bigger and meaner than him, I guess, and he must have a serious case of bad breath the way he's always, you know. <laughs> He's always blowing out that blue lightning or whatever it is. That's his atomic, oh, uh, atomic okay. breath or whatever. Okay. Well, because remember, he is a product of oh, this is true of nuclear experiments. This is true. So he's just a big, tough lizard. Yeah, he's he's a mutated and, iguana. You know, basically. and that's that's basically all I have to say about it. Um, I mean, it was it was what it was. It was entertaining, and I think if I had been about. 10 i would have loved it (laughs) but being my age now eh, it was a monster movie and it was fun and that was that (laughs) so you do take on you know take on this story that's about all i have to say about it (laughs) what what were your what were your feelings on it Derek? i liked it yeah i liked it a lot um uh, i thought king of the monsters yeah i think you're right dude King of the Monsters was like you you blew you blew your load all in that and that was it. I mean, okay, cool. We got him going against King Kong now. Whatever. Yeah. Because King of the Mon- dude, King of the Monsters was was fucking was was it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Because it had everybody in that bitch. I mean, everybody. And I was just like, I was I like Shannon just referred to. I was a ten year old again watching that movie. And that rarely fucking happens when it comes to movies with me, where I'm just like something takes me back. And because, dude, I grew up watching like Godzilla and him fighting Mecha Godzilla and you know Rodan and all those guys and Mothra and everything else. So that movie was amazing for me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it was like the greatest movie in the world, but it was like Shannon said you come in sometimes you just need to come into a movie and just enjoy it as a fucking movie and actually have a good time watching it and i had a fantastic time watching that movie it yeah. made me feel freaking amazing leave leave your brain at the door you know, it's not high art yeah you're, you're there to just see two massive cg characters lay waste to everything around them and you try not to think about how many people are dying in the background since they're fucking wrecking the entire city i love how they just bump into a high rise and everybody's like oh yeah that i'm sure that i'm sure there was nobody in that building yeah there's nobody in there yeah it's it's totally clear they remember they cleared the city out guys (laughs) collateral damage we don't got no stinking collateral damage jesus christ (laughs) you thought the shit that was going on in superman you know uh batman v superman or man of steel was was chaotic jesus god um, yeah, uh, I was kind of wondering That's, what happened to Charles Dance's character from Godzilla: King of the Monsters yeah, in this was one. Gone, wasn't he? Because you know, That's right. without his meddling, we really don't get our Mecha Godzilla appearance because. That's where that skull came from. That, hey, that we just got some new bad guys. And yeah, they're like here's your new bad guys. Go. Yeah, I think <laughs> does yeah. does Damian Bashir play a prick in every movie he ever shows up in? I mean, I, he was I the so. he was the bad guy in in Machete Kills. He was the bad guy in or was it Machete or Machete Kills that he was a bad guy. I can't remember. Um, uh, one of the two. Um, and uh, he was also in. Uh, he was also the 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 jackass that that really pissed off Samuel L. Jackson in. Uh, uh, the Hateful Eight, if I'm not mistaken, the one about the stew, the scene with the stew. No matter the meat, stew always tastes the same. And he knew he was full of shit whenever he said he made the stew. Pretty sure that was him. Uh, but uh, he kind of come. You know, it was pretty predictable, him being the 
the full uh, the the you know I'm a philanthropist. I'm I'm here to to help heal the world and shit. No, you're not. <laughs> yeah, the second you showed up on the screen, I'm like, okay, here I'm we the, go. I know an environmental rapist when I see one, mm. and I'm looking at yeah, one right now. Like, <laughs> like here's here's the anti Tony Stark. Okay, yeah, I got you guys. No okay, shit. <laughs> He's Obadiah. He He's Obadiah. It. He's no Tony. He's Obadiah. He's an ironmonger. Uh, but uh, yeah, that it. it it was incredibly predictable. There, there were some really one-note, one-dimensional characters. I, the, the, the dude with the podcast got on my freaking last nerve every time he spoke. Uh, the yeah. kid from Deadpool 2. I mean, really? Yeah. Farfist. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like that's, uh, that's, that's all we're going to do with him? You know? Yeah. I was like, he's got so much more to get to, to honor in a movie. Yeah. You, know, you just take him away as that kind of character? Yeah. He, was, he got kind of squandered. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Millie Bobby Brown, you know, she was just kind of groping yeah. her way through it. Her, yeah. you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her, the, the, the actor that plays her dad, Chandler something or other. I, I probably need to do my research. Friday night lights, Friday night lights coach. Yeah. Whatever that. And ironically, he was in Peter Jackson's King Kong in 2005. Mm. He was the, he was the cheesy actor. So he's been in both of these franchises, oddly enough. Uh, he was barely yeah, there. I mean, he was barely. He barely I mean, made was, an appearance in this thing. And, and you know what? And I'm okay with that. I mean, I was all right with that part of it. And, and like I said, going into this, you're just like, okay, it's it's a freaking Godzilla King Kong movie. I could really give two shits about the characters. The only I, I did like. Yeah, I gotta agree with you there. I think that's what a lot of people were complaining about with the first Godzilla was we we saw the actors too much, show yeah. more of the monster. Yeah. And yeah, I, you know, I can't yeah. really complain because they, they gave you more of the monsters. Yeah, yeah that battle at sea I, was pretty good. No shit. Yeah, it was crazy. No, it was crazy. I mean, they come out the I, gate I, swinging. I like the, the storyline about the, the girl from Skull Island who's the, the, the I don't know, the, the Kong Whisperer chick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the the revelation that Kong could speak to the little girl using sign language, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." That was like cool. That. Yeah, I did get it's a little awesome. goosebump. I was like, "That's sweet." Because even yeah. her, even her handler looked up like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> she looked yeah. like, "How come you didn't say anything?" She's down like, shit. Well, if you can't, well, Chad, you can't say anything anymore. Yeah, you know what the hell I mean, you jackass. <laughs> Damn, I can't win for losing with this asshole. <laughs> but I mean, you know, just pure spectacle, pure popcorn film. I, I really do think this is the kind because, granted, you know, I think we all watched it on a we all watched it on a streaming platform. All three of us did. Um, wouldn't mind seeing this on a huge screen. I really wouldn't mind watching well, this again under on a normal bi- circumstances. Well, it's we out there. Have. I mean, you can you can go to a movie theater and watch it if you want to. I don't want to wear a mask. Yeah, if you want to brave the COVID crowd. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of one and done with this one. Huh? You know, I said I'm one and done with this one. It's just, you know, it's like I I saw it and I saw it and I'm like, okay, cool. I saw it. It was was a good movie. It's not one of those. I'll watch it multiple times. We've already watched it twice. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything because halfway through the first time, you know, you know how it is when you watch a movie at home. Something happens. Oh, I got a phone call. Yeah, you get distracted or whatever happens. So, yeah. We got Mecha Godzilla. Yes, we did. One of the Ooh, worst kept secrets in 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 movies right now. Mm-hmm. It was the yeah, will he up. or won't he show up? I'm like, you know, damn well he's going to show up. You caught a glimpse of him in the trailer and you didn't know it at the time, but you know, you know, you kind of did. You're like, is that what I think it was? When you see that overhead shot of it going over the crowd, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there it was. I, was. I thought it was really strange how it was the whole the guy was sitting in the skull of that monster, and I'm just like, what? And I are we are all right. If I'm not mistaken, that was that was Watanabe's son's character that was controlling him. Uh, maybe I don't know. I think so. I think that's who that was supposed to be. I, they they don't really do a really good job of establishing relationships with second and third tier characters in this no, franchise. They're still, like I said, it's like it's here's okay. your bad guys, go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like uh-huh, okay. <laughs> These are the good yeah, guys. These are the bad guys. It's about the monsters. And that's the way. And that's the way this should be. I mean, it's it's a throwaway popcorn movie. Yeah, it's like all right, cool. But I did enjoy it. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I can't piss on it. I, I enjoyed it. I've watched it. Like I yep. said, I've watched it twice now. I'll watch it again. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. Skull I Island it was really good is, movie. is is your favorite is King of the Monsters, Derek, and your favorite is Skull yes. Island, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay, just because I think it's scary the way they're you know running from those what are they called skull crawlers. 
skull crawlers. That's what, Those scared the crap out of me when I was watching it, and here I am, you know, 51 years old. <laughs> and I was scared. I was like, he's going to eat them. <laughs> Uh, was it John C. Riley? He goes, well, it sounded good. My, you come up with a better name if you. Yeah. <laughs> I just really liked the. It sounded better I, in my head, but you come up with a better name. Yeah, I'm going to call it Skullcrawler. That's the reason why I like that. When I thought it had better, I don't know. There was more tension involved. Yeah, there. it was more. It was more uh, exciting to me than just watching these monsters go at each other. Yeah, it it, it wasn't like a whole city at stake. You just had a small group of people that were basically surviving in the jungle. Yes, the characters were in danger through the entire story, and that was more exciting to me than, you know, just watching a couple of big guys go at each other. It's like watching a bar fight (laughs) in the middle of a city. I did love the, uh, the music, though. Whenever they were like fighting and stuff, anytime you saw Godzilla, it was the iconic like Godzilla type music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, duh. yeah. I was like, oh, that's good. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So you know, it's still, it's still little things. Yeah, ten. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with Shannon on this. Ten year old me would have been losing my shit. Oh yes, absolutely yeah. losing because my shit. I watched all those monster movies too mm-hmm. as a kid. And now what? Those are all like 50, 60 years old now because uh, they predated us by a good at least five, ten years. They whenever, did. They, when they used got made. to. We were talking about you know they used to have Monster Week on on the local channel. God, I love that. Uh, yeah, that was always exciting. Monster Week and Planet of the Apes Week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, we had to watch those. And this was back what in nineteen seventy five, yeah. seventy six. Oh yeah, that was it. You had to see that. It's a little bit before you. Little, we, it predates you a little bit there, Derek. A little bit, yeah. I think they stopped all that really great uh, old running of movies in the middle of the week like yeah. that by the <laughs> 80s, by the time you would have been uh, old enough to pay attention. And that was on our local ABC affiliate. Yeah, that it wasn't was. on like an independent it channel. Was. That was it on was. Channel 8. It was Channel 8, like every day it went like... From 3 to 5. and then 3 you, to 5 and then and the, the And then you get the news, yeah. Yep, that's and Chip funny Moody that, would come on and give you the news. That's funny that we remember that, but it's scary actually. But uh, now, are we going to discuss the other trailer? Or are we oh, yeah. going on to? Oh no, no, uh, we, we 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 save the best. We okay. we save the big the, the big plate for last. So. Oh, okay. So yes, uh, unbeknownst to either Shannon or myself, uh, the Black Widow trailer, the, the 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 most recent Black Widow trailer dropped today, and. Uh, you know, Derek asked us if we had watched it when we were in pre-show. I'm like, oh, no, no. I had no freaking idea. So we ran it right before we went to air. So go ahead and and, and le- you're basically going to be the co-pilot. Or actually, no, the, the pilot mm-hmm. will be co-pilot for the next couple of segments, I'm a Derek. bit of a uh, passenger on this one, I think. Yeah. You're, you're, our, you're our go-to speaker for anything Marvel-related. So go ahead, Derek. Uh, yeah, Black Widow, new trailer, like you said, dropped today. Uh, I've only watched it like maybe three times because a lot of the footage in the vi- in the trailer is the stuff we've already seen. Yeah, it's recycled. Because because hey guys, <laughs> this movie's been in post production for like a year and a half now. <laughs> so we, we know we know all the crap they've already put out there. Um, There's a little bit of dust on this one. Yeah, I mean it's there. There was nothing in this trailer that that stood out. Going, oh wow, that's awesome. It's basically everything that we've seen. The, the only thing that is different or something we haven't seen in the other trailer is it shows like a flashback of of uh, Natasha whenever she was like younger and then you see uh, Red Guardian younger and it's – I mean it's just like a split second. I think it's like maybe like a little three-second blip in there. And that's it. I mean, you see some guy talking to the to, to Taskmaster, telling her to bring her home and all this kind of shit. So whatever. That was a good shot of Taskmaster, though. I don't remember seeing that one in the yeah. previous trailer. Yeah, that one definitely wasn't in any of it. So that was new. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it was pretty much the same old same that we've seen from these trailers from this from this movie. So um, this is one I'd really like to see in the theater. I'm sorry, I really want to see this in the theater too. I yeah. do. That, because just to just to get back on that horse, yeah that that might be that might have to be our our first field trip if we're if we're feeling safe enough. I'd really like to see that in a theater because yeah, I, cause I feel kind of like dirty not seeing a Marvel Cinematic Universe right. film in the in the theater. And because it's like what July 9th is when it's coming out. Yeah, I think so. I believe. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. 
it's there's there's still a bunch of rumors floating around this movie. So I mean, we one we we touched on earlier in pre-show was the whole. I hope and pray to Galactus that Taskmaster is not going to be a clone of Black Widow, because that's really going to piss me off. That'd be one way of bringing her back in. So, nah, Taskmaster is one of my faves. He's he's kind of he's kind of up there with with Deadpool because he's just he's. His character is just unique as shit. We don't want we don't want to see them do to Taskmaster what Tim Burton did to the Joker, making him who killed Bruce Wayne's parents. <laughs> we don't want to see I mean, yeah. we don't want to see Taskmaster beat Natalia or Natasha. Well, shit, I, mean, I always want to call her Natalia. I know, me too. It's it's one of those it's one of those conversations that us Marvel comic or us Marvel movie nerds talk about all the time, where. I can guarantee you, I will put money on it right now. I guarantee you that Taskmaster is not going to die in this, and he's going to go. He, I'm sorry, he or she is going to go forward. I think that she's that he or she's going to join the the, the Thunderbolts. Uh huh. Because I'm telling you, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is in this as well, and Zemo, and you got Batroc the Leaper, and Justin Hammer is going to be in Armor Wars. It's it's like they're doing a reverse buildup of the Avengers. Now that the Avengers are defunct, mm-hmm. it's like they're doing a reverse buildup of the Avengers, but they're doing it for Thunderbolts, and they're getting all these villains coming out of the woodwork. Because, like I said, Justin Hammer, um, they're bringing Abomination back for the She Hulk show, and played uh, by Roth again, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's, they're, that's, they're, that's so kick ass. Yeah, they're laying down the fucking groundwork, and mark my fucking words, Thunderbolt Ross is gonna get Zemo, and they're gonna do the Thunderbolts, and it's gonna be Taskmaster. <laughs> uh, guys, we've got we've got Yolanda in this in this movie. Who, for those who don't know, Yolanda is. The, the blonde-haired Black Widow. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, something Pogue or whatever her name is. Florence Pogue, I think is her name. Uh-huh. She's the one playing her in the Black Widow movie. Um, I think she's going to be a part of the Thunderbolts. I think it's going to be. Ta- I think it's going to be Taskmaster, the 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 blonde Black Widow, Roth. You're going to have freaking Justin Hammer be like the Tony Stark of the team, making tech and everything. Which I'm sitting there going, guys, I wouldn't wear anything that. Justin Hammer is going to make for you. Let's all go back to Iron Man 2. Yeah, every test pilot that they had for everything that Justin Hammer yeah. made, yeah, it didn't end well for those pilots. Yeah, they get like snapped in half and shit. But yeah, don't. Don't wear any kind of tech that he makes you, ever. Do you remember that, Shannon? What? Um, Justin Hammer was Rockwell's character in Iron Man 2. Did you, or do you remember much from Iron Man 2? No. Probably need to watch that one again. No, Iron Man 2 is probably... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yes. That's maybe one of them that I might have skipped. Yeah, we. Yeah, I, I need to get her up to speed on that one because that's where yeah, y'all need to watch that one. Yeah, that I think I think Iron Man two totally surpasses Iron Man one. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I will check it out. Good silence. I will check it out. There, there are things about it that I that I liked a lot more. I just, I really feel like they should have fleshed out Whiplash a little bit more. But you know, that's just me. Well, that, and then you got the the Mandarin twist. I don't want to. Everybody out there knows what happens in Iron Man two, but Shannon doesn't, and I am not going to spoil it for her because that is something enjoyable. Because you watch it and go, "What?" Well, the Mandarin twist didn't happen until three, though, right? No, it's in second one. Yeah, Mandarin. That's that's oh wait, it is in the third one. Yeah, I was like, "What are you talking about?" (laughs) Yeah, the second one. The second one. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good flick. Yeah, and and Sam Rockwell almost steals almost seriously from. Tony in that movie. Yeah, that's why whenever you, whenever because I had no idea that Justin Hammer was coming back, and just as long as Rockwell's playing him, I'm on board, and apparently he is, so yep. I'm all in. He sure I, as hell is. I can't wait then because so, he was a so crack. Bring up. on the Thunderbolt. Amen. So with that being said, I think, yeah. With that being said, let's svelte segue into why we're all really here. Because this week on fucky, let's face it, this is all about the fucky talk. Ooh. <laughs> Please. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. Please. Enlighten <laughs> me. Damn, we need to hurry That's up and wrap right, this ladies. episode up. 
That's right, ladies. It's time for fucking. <laughs> oh, bring it on. God. <laughs> Dude, I mean, you you saw this episode probably halfway through the day when it dropped, like you know, in the earlier part of the late morning, early afternoon, and you were like, holy, yeah. when you texted me, you're like, holy shit. And I'm just like, haven't watched it yet. And you're just like, Dude, <laughs> I wasn't even, I wasn't even like 30, I wasn't even like maybe 15 to 20 minutes into it. And I was like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> this show, man, they just keep bringing it. That, that, I, mm-hmm. It hits the ground running and just keeps going. Mm-hmm. It's like in someone who loves action films in general it's like a, a wet dream for them because it just never slows down it, it feels like it's just a natural extension of and I'm, I mean overstating the obvious here it just feels like a natural extension of captain america the winter soldier it really does it's yeah. just that all these other films and all these other you know offshoots of you know that are going in different directions in the mcu all have a very distinct feel to them they have a very distinct yep. look to them and this mm-hmm. carries that over. I mean, you would swear yeah. up and down that this was the, Russo the Russos doing this, and it's not. Yep. But it's almost like when they somehow managed to get a a uh, an animator to draw Mickey in the exact same style he was drawn in 1940. Yes. Yeah. That's what this feels like. It's like it's just a natural extension. And obviously, it should because it's you know it's the same core core characters there. But Jesus. They are nailing this shit. And it's like it's just a natural progression from the films. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize that, wow, I'm I'm watching a TV show? Mm-hmm. I mean, because, you know, the, the TV shows of the past were always like, yeah, it's... The Lower in- budget. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, it's the Incredible Hulk, or it's, you know, it's Spider-Man, which I know you hated, oh, God, those was- TV series ones. And yeah, it's no. like, oh no, we're not getting that anymore. <laughs> it's not 1970s, 80s stuff. This is like fantastic. Yeah. So I hope Dude, that the I'm, younger audience knows how fantastic. How good they got it. Yes, how great <laughs> it is. Don't neglect <laughs> this. I'm telling you, man, this Disney, the Disney Plus shit, it's just, oh my God. I, this is exactly what I was hoping for. Yes. My nerd boner is like veiny and fucking out of control right now. Because <laughs> everything, everything that I wanted were it being, you get different aspects. You get, <clears throat> it's not just like you just said, this movie feels like it's, it's straight, straight out of the vein of, of winter soldier Russo's type stuff. Awesome. And then WandaVision, totally something different, but still the product, the product, uh, is, is is just fucking good and i'm hoping that every and i think and i'm not even gonna hope i know that every single show that they bring out it's gonna have its its special little element mm-hmm. it's special little you know little thing but the the production value is gonna be so fucking good top notch it is, and it's. I'm, I'm so excited for She-Hulk. I am extremely excited for fucking Moon Knight. I'm Hawkeye. stoked for. I'm stoked for Loki. I can't wait. I mean, and, oh, and Loki's think, next, right? Loki. I think yes. I think Loki is going to blow our fucking minds. Yeah, Loki almost looks like it's got more of a. It definitely has a Ragnarok, Guardians of the Galaxy type. Perfect personality about it. If you want to, if if you can say yeah. a film or a TV show has a personality, it seems like it shares more that DNA. That and just and then you throw it into the time travel world. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like quantum. It's it's like if Quantum Leap and Thor Ragnarok had a baby together. That's what fucking Loki's going to be. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, then, then I guess you got to throw Ant Man into the mix too because it's it's got that kind of a feel to it as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then fuck, and then you got Marvel's inaugural animation show on Disney Plus with oh, what if? What if? God, that looks so fucking good. And just the fact, fans, that we know that every single actor that played these characters that are going to show up in this animated show, and the animation is top fucking notch. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I do art. I, I'm, I've been a comic book. For, artist and cartoonist and all that shit ever since i was a child and i appreciate good fucking art tim bruce him is one of my favorite fucking artists that did the batman animated preach it shit. preach it so i i appreciate good fucking animation good fucking art 
And the animation in this looks beautiful. And on top of that, the the cherry on top of this is the fact that every single actor that has portrayed these characters in the movies is reprising their role in doing the voice work for the show. Mm -hmm. So Chadwick Boseman, this is his last appearance. And the last thing he did is Black Panther. Very bittersweet. Very bittersweet, but... So this that show is really high on my anticipation. So oh, that that last man, shot they show in every trailer of of zombie Cap getting ready to face off against a super soldier Agent Carter just makes me lose my shit every time I yeah. see it. God, I can't wait for that show to kick off. So yeah, so but anyway, back to but anyway. back to what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. Fuck, man. There was so much going on in this. I mean this this episode. We've had some good action in the past two episodes, not, but not the, like the this. Pace, no, <laughs> the pace on this episode was just balls to the wall. And you know what I really enjoyed about this episode? The that chemistry John between. F, no, <laughs> oh. John F. Walker was only in this episode for maybe three minutes of screen time. <laughs> and, he just, and he just reinforced Thank how much you. of a dick he is. <laughs> Thank you, Marvel. Thank you for keeping that piece of shit out of this episode. I appreciate it. No, my my favorite thing was I was so digging the chemistry between Bucky, Sam, and fucking Zemo. (laughs) Zemo! Holy (laughs) shit! Who knew? Oh my god, dude! And then you throw Sharon into the mix? Damn. Yeah, I have my thoughts about that, but we'll get that here in a minute. Uh, Dude, Zemo, fucking Baron Zemo, <laughs> the Baron. They finally give him his title. In and, this his and, and his and mask. And his mask. And I love when he's like getting his, his, like we spoke before, his snow leopard collar. Uh-huh. And he looks and he sees the purple mask sitting on the on the seat of that car. And it's like, Guys, just a just a, a recap. Um, Zemo comes from a long line, a long lineage. Yeah, of of, of Zemos. Yeah, yeah, and all of them have been exactly like Zemo is. They're masterminds. They're they're you know brainiacs when it comes to strategy and 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 war and and espionage and shit like that. And they all and so aim to misbehave. Single, None of them have good intentions. Yeah, and every, <laughs> right. And every single one of them have worn the mask. Mm-hmm. So when you see that mask and it's just like, oh, there it is. Here we go. Because, dude, Baron Zemo has been in the fucking comics for about ages. As long, about as long as right, Cap, right? I was right? asking you about that. Is he like someone who has an extended life? Lifespan, you remember no, that? it's just it's just that title gets handed right. down to the next and to right. the next. No, yeah. I didn't know it's, who it's, he it's was. You like, had to tell me. Baron Zemo is kind of like, and this is not like a full on comparison, but take it as Baron Zemo, the Zemo Monarcher, Monarch, whatever the fuck that word is, Moniker, whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a Saturday, and I got Jameson. Um, <laughs> you, yeah, when you, um, it's I, I compare it directly to like the Black Panther that. The, you know, it's the a mantle. Yeah, it's a mantle oh, that's handed yeah, down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, hands down to everybody. Um, fuck, man. <laughs> when that dude, that scene where Bucky is talking to Sam and he's like, "So I went to go see Zemo," or you know, I guess Sam was there, but he's like, what? "Yeah, we need to break, we need to break Zemo out," and he's all like, "No," and then <laughs> it all went down like a like some Ocean's Eleven shit. It was. <laughs> I just love when Sam looks at Bucky and goes, wait, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, you're already seeing Zemo just book. And you're like, oh, shit, this has already happened. We're just waiting for him to come walking in. Sam's like, where the hell are we? (laughs) I love. I love the way. Sam is so like, you motherfucker. Bastard. (laughs) He's like, whoa, whoa. He's You're going back he, to jail. He's realized he is not in charge of this expedition. No, no. I don't think he ever was. Oh, no, he's not. No, that was so good. And, and Zemo did exactly what we thought Zemo was going to do. The sec, I mean, he didn't even fucking miss a beat. The second Bucky walks into that room, he's like, train car. 
blah, blah, blah. He starts popping off the fucking like trigger words for Bucky to turn back into the Winter Soldier. And he's like, yeah, I'm not that guy anymore. And he was like, fuck. Oh, shit. When, he oh, went, shit. when he was starting to go through his book and he just shot across the plane and just, Ooh. oh, shit. <laughs> he was pissed. Oh, and then there, there you go, guys. Spoiler, guys. Uh, Zemo dropping that fucking guy's name. Don't think that that shit ain't gonna pop back up in in the future. Oh hell yeah, that's that's called foreshadowing. Charlie. Yeah, and Marvel's been exactly Marvel's been uh, teaching a master class in in foreshadowing and playing the long game for the past yeah decade plus. So they're real good at so, this shit. Yeah, so Zemo's gonna pull some strings and he's gonna use the. Uh, the the elderly uh, Japanese Chinese guy as leverage against Bucky in a in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Just, just just he's FYI. already he's already said his name out loud, so he's got it in his head. Yeah, uh, man. So you got them all pimped out, and they go to Majapur, which is a uh, the way they described it in the show. It's like a a pirate's haven from back in the good old days, and now it's just a it's basically a uh, Tatooine uh, on a on a small island where it's a vile scum and villainy everywhere. So. It, it, to me, it lo- it was, and I t- and I said this to Shannon last night. I said, "This looks like a mashup of Coruscant and the uh, the the locale for Blade Runner." Yeah, like all kind of mis- m- mashed up into one. It was just. Total lawlessness and and neon and and dirt and grime and you know just it, it looked kick it ass a, from a distance. It had a weird, a real like um, John Wick kind of feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of did. That's what this. That's what this episode kind of felt to me. It felt like a very like the scene. Okay, when they get to the fucking bar, Zemo's you know flexing his dick everywhere because everybody's like, holy shit, it's fucking very Zemo, and. um Everybody sees Bucky and he's like, "You're gonna be, you're gonna have to act like you're the fucking Winter Soldier, so fucking play your role." And Zemo is just fucking with Bucky so hard in that scene in the bar. I'm just like, "You asshole!" But everybody is like pissing their pants because they're like, "Holy shit, it's the fucking Winter Soldier!" And then it was like, um, "Yeah, God, that bar fight scene with fucking Bucky, dude. It was, it was some straight up John Wick shit. It was. He, he went full. He went." In full gangster mode. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you got Sam wearing his uh his best um dish of Don Juan fucking outfit, which was fucking nice. <laughs> what, and with his with his the shot that he had to take with the snake guts in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had to act like it was oh yeah, this is my favorite drink. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is the greatest drink in the world. He's trying it. not to puke it up. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, and then they go to try to get the information from that. Uh, I don't even remember her name because because the name of the episode is the Power Broker. So and we're yet like, again, boys and girls, and we're that like, is the we're all like, is that the was she the Power, power broker? broker? No, she's not the Power Broker. No, no, she's not the Power Broker. No. But that's the that's the hidden bad guy in this whole little scenario. So I'm looking up her character's name right now. So keep talking. It, it doesn't matter. She she gets fucking shot and killed. Yeah, so fuck <laughs> she's out of but, there real quick. Yeah. Yeah, she was you know doing her strong arm shit, and then boom, she caught she caught a bullet for it. Um, man, Zemo's just running shit. <laughs> As Selby, that was her name, Selby. Selby was the was the blonde chick with the accent that you think is the power broker when they first walk in, but you find out real quick. Nope, she's not the power broker. Yeah, and then it's like um, there was a lot. There's a lot of conflicts going on. People are like saying this is not, you know, this is this is totally screwing up the timeline when it comes to Baron Zemo. Uh, Fuck you guys, I don't care uh, because this this shit's fucking amazing. But everybody's just saying, "Who will? He wasn't like this and." Civil War, and he wasn't blah blah. And I was just like, guys, just let it happen. Yeah, this is me rubbing the back of your head <laughs> and looking in your eyes, saying, "Just let it happen." Don't man. overthink just it. You'll it you'll thank me for this later. Take your yeah. medicine. Yeah. So, um, but what's your issue with uh, with Sharon? 
So Sharon Carter shows up. And, you know, she's been enemy of the state since she helped out with Falcon and Sam, which I, I look at it and go, she should have got pardoned too. Yeah. That didn't, so, I, I, I couldn't quite yeah. wrap my head around that. I'm like, why would they still have an issue with Sharon? Yeah, no shit. So I was like, that's kind of fucked up. She's probably the person then, that committed the least amount of offenses, you know, no, seriously. That you know of. That, well, yeah. They're, they're because I asked well, I mean, you, it, what's going on with her? Is she the power broker? See, there it is. Mm. You thought when, so too, when we huh? Find out, yes. When we find out that good Sharon Carter, goody two-shoe Sharon Carter, Peggy Carter's granddaughter, niece, I'm sorry, Sharon Carter's niece. Great niece or whatever. Yeah, is in Majapur, living it up, selling authentic fucking paintings and shit that have been stolen and blah, 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 blah. Um, when Sam Googled that thing, no shit. <laughs> yep, like, that's don't, real. Like, told you. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there, was a, there was a moment there where Sharon's like, okay, well, Sam is bleeding hard. Just like, I'll get you, I'll get you pardoned and I'll help you out. And this is, I'm going to make this right and blah, blah, blah. Well, then Sharon gets in the car with some mystery chick and she seemed very ominous and was just like, okay, well, I need to go take care of something. How'd she put it? We've got a problem. What we got a problem, two of them actually, or something like that. And now she put it. Well, I don't, I don't even fucking know, but that whole little moment, I was just like, man, is she the fucking power broker? Surely did not. she did she just totally turn full bad? Because it's Sharon fucking Carter. Well, maybe she was bad so, all along and no one realized it. Ooh, maybe she was Hydra and we just didn't realize mm-hmm. it. She was or she's a scroll. You yeah, y'all are talking stuff I don't know about <laughs> now because I'm like, I don't know. We could, you know, again, Marvel plays the long game right. better than anybody. It's time. It's time, boys and girls, for Whiteboard Conspiracy Theory Theater. <laughs> theory report. Because that's exactly what that is. She could be a scroll. She could have been Hydra the whole time. She could have just faked it, saying that she wasn't Hydra and turning on them and all that shit. I mean, she could be a, she could have been a deep operative that none of the other Hydra people that were in S.H.I.E.L.D. knew about. I mean, the, the possibilities are fucking endless. Yeah. I would think that Sharon Carter is not bad. I hope to God that she's not a part of the power broker. Maybe she is a part of the power broker and she's just doing it as like a double agent kind of thing where she's not really bad, but she's doing it to keep tabs on the whole situation. She's trying to going to, she's going to try to take them down from the inside and shit. And she's she's going deep cover on it. She could be on a mission. Yeah. Cause I don't want, I don't want to write her off as just being bad right off the bat. And you know what? That's, that's a very good point. Because maybe she is on a fucking mission. And that's why she didn't get a party. Yeah. Maybe Nick Fury got a hold of her whenever she was on the run and said, look, I got you. Uh, Don't worry about it. Here's all the the things you need. Uh, I've got a new, a new uh, bad, bad guy on the fucking radar. It's the power broker. Uh, I need you to tell them. I need you to infiltrate their shit. I need you to get a part of them. Yeah. Because there's, there's no reason she couldn't have gotten in that car with them and left. Right. But exactly, but she's got a she's got other fish to fry. Yeah, she's she got a, has an agenda. Yeah, she's got an agenda of her own to take care yep. of. So I, I don't I don't want to write her off as she's she's the big bad. No, I, we'll yeah. just let it play out. I hope I don't figure it out. That yeah. makes this that makes this show more exciting to me if I can't figure out yeah. what's going. on. I don't on. want it to be that predictable. See, I would I would really God I would really love to think that way, but my ADD and my <laughs> uh, and your OCD my. my 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 past uh, trauma when it comes to everything that I've been through in my life, I've become over uh, analytical of everything that goes on where I notice every single fucking thing just to try to figure it out just so it doesn't break my heart. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, let's say you've learned from your mistakes a little bit there. That's good. Exactly. So I've become Sherlock fucking Holmes, which is a <laughs> – how did, how did uh, Tony Stark put it in the MCU since we're keeping it nerdy? Uh, a – a gifted curse is what the fuck it's become. So now it's also trickled into these fucking Marvel movies and everything <laughs> else. Where I'm just like, okay, this is what's going on. This is this. This is that. I am. I'm Charlie Day in the fucking meme from <laughs> It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where I've got a whiteboard with every single thing going on in the MCU trying to figure that shit out before it fucking happens. 
I'm sorry, guys. This is why I'm single. This is why I, uh, <laughs> I am where I'm at. And I totally, uh, I own it. I own it, and I'm, I'm okay with that. That's another part of the learning curve. <sighs> well, I'm, I'm actually, along. I'm actually, right. I'm actually looking at the filmography of the director of this series, Carrie Scogland. I'm not sure if I'm getting okay. that name right. Uh, it's a she mm-hmm. uh, directed uh, several episodes of The Handmaid's Tale, uh, a handful of episodes of The Walking Dead, an episode of House of Cards, uh, mm. uh, a couple of episodes of Power. Uh, but she also directed an episode of Netflix's The Punisher. Oh, well, there you go. Mm-hmm. But she was given full, I mean, she's the only director on this series. She's directed all six of these. No shit. Yeah. Wow. I thought maybe Very they nice. were doing like what they did with The Mandalorian, bringing in a different director mm-hmm. for each episode. There's nope, only, it's all her. There's only three left? There's only three left. Oh, We are at the halfway point. Yeah. I thought there'd be at least yep. eight. Nope. Oh, no, no, we're at halftime. Mm-hmm. And what a halftime show it was. No yeah. shit. I'm, tell- I'm telling you, dude, Zemo stole the show. He, that scene where he's dancing on the dance floor in the bar. <laughs> Somebody make a gif of that shit because that was beautiful. That was amazing. I, I love the way he just kind of smoothly found that gun under the. Or I don't even Everything. know. He, he might have known that that gun, God. he probably put that gun there for all we forget. He probably planted that shit Yeah, there. that's what I'm saying. Zemo, Zemo has now gone up on the list of awesome type characters, awesome type villains in the fucking MCU. For yeah. Me. He's, he's a, a phrase oh. I'm really fond of using. He's been playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. And that's the thing too. And, and this kind of circles back to the whole, the whole black widow thing with taskmaster. Um, I'm hoping and praying that the Thunderbolts thing does pan out. It's got to. Because, well, it's, it's my side of it is I'm so tired of Marvel killing off all their bad guys. Yeah. Hmm. That, and, and it's kind of like, um, to compare it, it's kind of like the Batman movies when they first started out with Keaton and shit. It's like, you just killed the fucking Joker. Why? So... And I get it from a from a movie company standpoint where it's like, well, guys, we're not going to keep doing the same shit over and over again, and we're not going to keep putting the same characters. Guys, you could have put him in like the fourth or fifth one, or you could have had like an old 1966 Batman movie type-esque movie where you do like they do now, where you put like four or five different villains in a fucking movie. And Jack Nicholson could have came back and been the Joker. Same thing with the Penguin. They killed the Penguin off. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, and it's kind of like the same thing. Dude, one of my most hated deaths of a villain in the mcu and it still kills me every time i think about it i actually saw his action figure today at uh best buy when i was shopping around for for uh, nerd stuff uh ulysses claw yes what an dude, unceremonious dismissal no of a character shit. dude he is a mainstay in in marvel lore mm-hmm and he didn't even hit the potential of what he becomes in the books, which I'm just sitting there going, really? And I know that we're trying to ground this shit in a more realistic Marvel universe, the MCU, where everything's more like, oh, this – I mean, yeah, there's superheroes and shit, but a lot of this shit really could fucking happen in the real world. But, dude, Ulysses Claw – and it's not even so much the Ulysses Claw. I don't even care about Claw as a fucking character in the books. But him? What's his name? Who, you, you mean who two took him out? No, who's the actor's name? Oh, oh, Circus, Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus. Andy Circus is a fucking god given present to everybody on the planet Earth as yeah, an actor. He's, he's a gift. Amazing. He is good. And you just threw him away. God, he could have been in, he could have been a part of the Thunderbolts. He could have fucking done anything in these fucking movies. And you gave him two movies. I'm sorry. You yeah. gave him one and a half fucking movies and just offed him. Yeah, I really? mean, he had a more commanding presence in Ultron than he did in Black Panther, and he, he just kind of got it treated like a like somebody's flunky. I'm like, yeah, no, he deserved better than that. No shit. Yeah. And it's you know, it's the same thing with like um, Jeff Bridges' character and in freaking oh yeah, Obadiah. I, I'm I'm so I'm so fucking thankful that Vulture 
Michael Keaton didn't die in fucking Spider-Man. Uh, I'm, I'm thankful that, you know, that, that we still have the abomination that we still have, you know, all the rest of these other fucking people, because yeah, you're like, you're taking out every single bad guy in these fucking movies. I mean, thank God red skulls around here somewhere. <laughs> although we don't know if, <laughs> although it's not, know. it's not Hugo weaving anymore. And you know what? Fuck them. Because homeboy who's doing him, the guy, he, he plays a role on, uh, on Walking Dead, is it? Ross Marquand. Ross Marquand, I think Dude, is his name. That guy, there is a video that, that came out, I don't know, probably like five five years ago or something. And I think he did it for like GQ or some magazine or whatever. And it shows him doing, because he's a master of fucking impressions. And it's a video of him doing different actors, doing different roles in like in like a screen test shit. Dude, he, he is fucking amazing yeah. when it comes to mimicking voices and i'm telling you dude if you did not know that that wasn't hugo weaving doing the fucking red skull you would have never fucking knew yeah i didn't so, i didn't when it came out i didn't know i was like oh, that's that's not that's not hugo holy shit he's, so, so bring him back bring back the red skull mm-hmm. i am totally for it hashtag uh, fuck, fuck, hashtag, uh, revive the Snyderverse, revive the Red Skull. I need the Red Skull fucking back. I need him to come back and start up Hydra again mm-hmm. because hell Hydra. <laughs> well, you we need guy. bad guys. Yeah. Without the bad guy, you don't have a very interesting story. Yeah, because I'm with you on that, Derek. Like, I, I hated the way in the in the Burton verse, uh, freaking Schumacher verse. Really, the, the like the only character that you're going to spare is. Carrie's Riddler, you yeah you 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 bumped off Two Face, you bumped off Penguin. I guess you let Catwoman live, but you didn't really do anything with that. And just and yeah. seriously, killing the Joker, just no, no, dude. You, I was you just don't do I, that. Let me tell you, I was so ecstatic when I saw uh, Scarecrow show back up in Batman: uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Dark, Dark Knight Arises. Yeah. No, in the in the second, I guess it was the Dark Knight. In the second one, after Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was happier than a pig in shit because I was like, yes! Yeah, but he showed up they in the third one, too. He showed up. He was like the the, the, the judge of that friggin' kangaroo yes. court they were holding. But they still he still yeah. wasn't really Joker. He was just Crane. He really wasn't in Joker mode. You know what? Scarecrow mode. But you know what? Oh, just Scarecrow mode. I'm sorry, care. yeah. I was like, I don't even fucking care because at least they didn't kill the motherfucker. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and they kept him in – because, guys – I don't know if if you've been living under a rock for the past 70 plus years, but um, Batman has a long line of not killing his fucking villains and letting them go and massacre hundreds of fucking people and then capturing them and them not fucking giving them the death sentence. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Gotham. Apparently the death sentence isn't a fucking thing. So they just (laughs) keep putting him in fucking Arkham and then they keep fucking, you know, Breaking the fuck out again and just do the shit all fucking over again. All of fucking Joker. Holy shit. Mass genocide every fucking two weeks. You can set your fucking clock to it. Okay. But they're not fucking dead. They're always there. Mm-hmm. So why kill off Tommy Lee Jones' fucking two face? No. Get the fuck out of here. Considering he never should have been Tommy Lee Jones in the first place. He should have been Billy D. Williams. Uh, but that's just me. Hey, I'm right there with you. <laughs> that always just didn't sit well with me. You're going to you're going to you're going to keep the same commissioner Gordon and the same Alfred, but you're going to change Two-Face? Really? You're going to you're going to change Harvey Dent? Why? I don't fucking know. Batman I guess. That I get he That's didn't why. he I know that that uh Keaton didn't want to work without Burton. I I I understand that. And that's that's yeah, I I, I can see that. But Billy? But I mean, you, I can, you won't bring back I, Billy D? Come on. Dude. I'm just sitting here going, I, I would love to have been in that like meeting where they're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, WB, this is Joel Schumacher. He's going to be the new director for Batman. Uh, do you have any demands before you sign the contract for this movie? Don't say I it. I have two. I have two. Don't say it. That is two. I'm going to fucking say it. And you're going to let me say it. And you're not going to fucking interrupt me. Oh, no. I got two things to say that oh, I need oh, no. for me to do this movie. Number one, Billy D. Williams is out. I do not need him. I want Tommy Lee Jones because I love the fugitive. Number two, 
Batman will have nipples. There's going to be nipples on that bat suit, and Billy D is out of here. If not, I walk, and I'm not doing this movie. And they're like, God. Bat nipples it is? <laughs> Guys, can we get Tommy Lee on the fucking phone, please? All right. Billy D, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. You're out of your contract. Uh, go do some Colt 45 fucking commercial. I'm sorry to tell you this. Did you see any of the press that Tommy Lee Jones did for Batman Forever? No. He could not have given less of a shit. He didn't really. <laughs> he, he didn't like uh, Jim no. Carrey at all. He, and, yeah, he hated Jim Carrey. So he's like, fuck this movie. I don't care. You could tell he just, he gave less than, less than zero fucks about being involved in Batman Forever. And the less was, said about Batman and Robin, I think the better off we all are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Worst cold Ice puns. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Cool party. Shut up. Cool party. God, shut, shut up. up. Stop up, talking. Everything, was, everything about that film was a bad pun. Batgirl <laughs> taking on poison. You're about to be a compost. Shut the hell up. Who wrote this shit? You know what? I'm I'm gonna have to say something. Go ahead. And <laughs> that's why we're here. We talk. all you <laughs> all you guys can tell me to fuck off and say I'm <clears throat> I'm an idiot, which is ninety five percent true. But I didn't. Okay, I hated Batman and Robin, and I didn't like Batman Forever that much. But at the time, at that age, I enjoyed them. But you know why I really enjoyed them in retrospect is the fact that, okay, yeah, we got the dark and gritty Gotham City shit with fucking Tim Burton, which I really fucking loved. I mean, I loved Batman 89 is one of my fucking favorite movies. Always will be. Um, but it gave us, it, it gave me a, a nice little nod to the 66 fucking TV show. Because it was just campy, mm-hmm. it was just it was just over the top stupid. It was one liners left and fucking right, and I was like, "Oh, this is." I, I really hope somebody gets punched, and there's a pow or something that fucking pops up over the yeah. fucking head or something. Because oh, that's, that's exactly what it felt like. Oh, that's right. That's who wrote that shit. Ak- uh oh, he's gonna name names. Akiva Goldsman. Wrote, I don't even know who the fuck that is. I don't either, oh, and there may be a reason. No, Akiva Goldsman was the screenwriter for both Batman Forever and Batman Robin. You want to know something? You want to know some of the other projects that Akiva Goldsman wrote? Okay. That's why there was no excuse for these movies to be as shitty as they were. Okay, a time to kill, a, a time to kill, uh-huh. a beautiful mind. Okay, <laughs> Cinderella Man. Okay, I'm like, really. Well, he really? should have stuck with dramas, shouldn't he? He doesn't know how to what write for. Fuck? Yes, he doesn't know how to write for Batman. There's your problem. He, uh, he did the how screenplays for the the, the, uh, the Da Vinci Code, uh, Angels and Demons, <laughs> I Am Legend, oh. I Robot, Lost in Space. So that was from, where he slipped. How do, you go from, how do you go from Da Vinci Code to fucking Batman and Robin? Well, you Get see the, the res- yeah, you yeah. see the results now. The, the first film he did a screenplay for was The Client. Serious stuff. Yes. Yeah, so there's your problem. He now, didn't understand Batman. Now, also, he is he was director and writer on both Titans. I haven't watched Titans. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you probably have, Derek? No. No, I've seen like maybe 20 minutes of the first episode, and I was just like, yeah, whatever. But he's been heavily involved in both Picard and Star Trek Discovery. Well, there you go. Those shows really bore me. And a lot of those movies you named off bored me, too. Especially the Da Vinci Code movies. Yeah, I, oh, I didn't gosh, give a shit. gosh, I could sleep through them. I, I, I could, I could give a shit. you know the boring stuff I can watch. Yeah. And those put just me see, to sleep. I could just see this guy's probably like one of those people that it's like, he's a very serious person. He's been a serious person his whole life. And his therapist is probably talking to him one session. And they're like, look, just do something out of your comfort zone. And instead of him going to like, do like a, a an open mic at a comedy show to do really <laughs> fucking horrible comedy. He writes Batman beyond or Batman, <laughs> Batman and Robin and fucking Batman forever. And he's like, okay, I did it guy. And yeah. the guy watches the movies. He's like, Oh man, you failed. <laughs> well, you know, it's like somebody who always thinks they're funny and they're not funny, he's, you know? He's he's that family member that got told by everybody in the family that they should audition for American Idol. 
and they can't oh, sing God. shit. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, no, Kelly Clarkson, you are not, so don't even try. You're so, you're so funny. You should you should send a video into America's Funniest Home Videos, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, you I'll do it. And then it was Batman and Robin with yeah. the video that he sent out. Yeah. yeah. But again, we've gone way off the. Yeah. So, so in in in, in summary, <laughs> yeah, fucky was good this week. <laughs> it was damn good. Yeah. It was very it was good. Fucking amazing. So yeah, um, we are we are at the halfway point of this season, folks. And if you aren't, I mean, if you're listening to this show, I hope you're caught up because we spoil the shit out of it. But get on the train, get on the train, and get caught up. It's yeah, uh, dude. Zemo, oh my god, Zemo is top fucking not shit. And the guys, the guys in this episode were on par, just like they have been this whole season. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been a good fucking run. Uh, there is one thing that that did get brought up, by, I think, by the producer uh, that said that they're excited for a mystery character. That's showing up in episode five. That apparently they're a big fucking deal, and they said, "Yeah, I want to see this character interact with Thor." And I'm sitting there going, "Hmm, hmm. theories, theories, theories. Who the hell is it going to be? Is it going to be Hercules? Is it going to be Ares? I don't know if we would go that way because those are totally mythical fucking like." People that actually have a hand in like mythical shit, but mm-hmm. but that's just off the top of the head. But is it going to be somebody like I don't know? I don't fucking know. But yeah, they they dropped that nugget the other day, and I was like, fuck. Circling back to what I said a minute ago, now my brain is going into like overload because I'm sitting there going, who could it be? Theory board. Who's it going to be? It's it's, maybe it's this person, <laughs> and it, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> so so we got that to look forward to in, in a. You know, the fifth episode. So get ready. Well, I'm 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 loving the ride. I'm I'm loving everything about this. As much as I enjoyed as much as I enjoyed WandaVision, I'm enjoying this ten times more. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, definitely. Agreed. It's, it's it's been very it's been very straightforward, it's been very direct, it's been intriguing, it's been very well paced, it's been beautifully written, it's been immaculately uh acted and uh, obviously, obviously, very competently directed by this director that I really knew nothing about until I started diving into her IMDb page. And yeah, the woman's got skins on the wall, so she's definitely earned her. She's definitely earned her stripes. Uh, hats off to her. And after th- yeah. three episodes in, they have developed the characters enough to where someone like me, who is not a huge, you know, comic fan, once again. I'm interested in these characters, and I, I want to see what's going to happen yeah. to them. So yeah. that's a great show, yeah. right? Yes, that they've 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 definitely accomplished their goal. And and hats off to to Marvel, hats off to Marvel Studios, hats off to to Disney for keeping this keeping this ship on course and not letting it go the route that they took Star Wars. But that's you know that's just that's another conversation <laughs> that could go on for, for hours. That's a whole other podcast. Oh yeah. yes it is. So once once we once we start talking Star Wars, once uh you know Book of Boba Fett kicks off, you know, we'll Ooh. we'll go a little oh, bit. Yes. Yeah. We'll don't go, tease, don't yeah. tease. We'll, we'll go deep down that rabbit hole. Well hell, face it folks Bad Batch is just around the corner. Oh, yes, it is. Bad Woo-hoo! Batch is going to be here in just over a month. Yay. As a matter of fact, it launches on our wedding anniversary. Yes, so it does, because gonna... we were just nerds enough to get married on Star Wars yes, Day. We got, we got married on Intergalactic <laughs> Star Wars Day, so May the 4th will always be a special day for us, and it'll be an even, even more special day because we'll talk about everything that led up to that, as well as talking about the Bad Batch. So once again, guys, thanks again for being a part of this one. Uh, uh, we, we, yeah. we, we absolutely, uh, uh, love doing this and we love that you guys apparently are enjoying it too. Circling back around to what we were saying earlier, just to get it in before we're out of here. Um, guys, if y'all have a suggestion mm-hmm. for a name for the, uh, for the, the, the nerd cast, the talking of the MCU, the, the entertainment side of comic book nerd shit. 
drop it in our fucking Facebook group. Uh-huh. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We've got the little voice message feature on electricjellyfishpodcast.com. Uh, shoot us an email at electricjellyfishpodcast at gmail.com. I'll whore myself out. You can go follow me on Instagram at dirt underscore Reynolds underscore DFW. Uh, we we've got so countless ways of you reaching out to us. We're 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 Social here. Everything. Yes, absolutely. So reach out. We want you to be as much of a part of this as we are. To be quite honest with you, we'll 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 take you on. We'll we'll have you on the air if you feel so inclined. As long as you don't try to tank the show in the process. Because <laughs> we do that. We do that well enough. Yeah, our we, own. we we don't need yeah, that much help. We don't need any fucking truth. help, guys. That's the truth. So, uh, so in conclusion, guys, uh, it's been a great week in geekdom. Uh, looking forward to next week. Uh, Derek, thank you once again for being a part of this one, as you are every week. Had a good time, as always. As always, sir. So for Derek, for Shannon, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Oh, you said both names. Yes, I don't think me and her can... Well, I just talked to you. I was waiting for Shannon to say her goodbye. And I just had this uh, deer in the headlights look that I just gave him. Like, what? What I do? I know you like to put in some plugs every now and then. Well, like we say, if anyone has any suggestions or or any ideas, we'd love to hear them because we love to hear from everybody. Absolutely. Because everybody has a voice here at the Jellyfish Podcast. That's electricjellyfishpodcast.com, guys. Thanks for being a part of this one. We'll see you next time.